0: Listening to It's Complicated with your hosts Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen, and I'm not Jen. Nope. But we're your resident best friends here to help you along your relationship journey. Think of us as your
1: very own fun fairies, bringing joy to the process and sprinkling love dust all over the damn place because it takes a village to date and we are your dating village community.
0: Mm -hmm. And we bring you this show weekly with our stories, tips, and expert guests to help you navigate the complicated world of dating and relationships. So help us in the podcast world by doing your part and rating our show and leave comments about what you think
1: and you can find us at It's Complicated Podcast. If you guys are having trouble getting our new episode every week, then just unsubscribe and resubscribe. I know you've heard that before, but just do it because iTunes is a little complicated just like us. So once you do that, you're going to get all of our latest shows sent right to you. It's so easy. And also we're on Spotify now, so you can find us there too. And you can tell a friend about all of those places where you can find us. You guys, it's helpful that you share our show because we want to have a big, loyal, growing audience, and we want to bring you fabulous offers and it keeps the lights on over here for us that it's complicated and it shows that you're contributing to our village and we love that we we need some validation that's what we're saying (laughs) five stars we want you to double tap we want you to like we it's like you know when you're like dating a guy and you're like I just want you to tell me I'm pretty it's like that just tell us we're pretty
0: (laughs) exactly I'll tell you you're pretty you're pretty thanks Uh, so are you thank you thank you guys um guys just you yeah (laughs) and hopefully some people out there as well and
1: all the people listening who are agreeing and nodding their heads right now and talking in their car saying yes you guys
0: are pretty thank you friends you're pretty too yes um so today we have writer digital content creator and ambassador for at we are travel girls anna klutz in to discuss travel insights and tips for how to embrace the various relationship chapters and milestones and how to celebrate them with the a Anna
1: is a world traveling content creator with an eye for the extraordinary who is regularly featured on We Are Travel Girls and has contributed to premium outlets like Condé Nast Traveler and The New York Times.
0: She's traveled to 82 countries. I know. Working with brands to create authentic content that brings their products to life. She's a travel expert known for sharing beautiful destinations, hotels, and fashion finds around the world.
1: 82 countries. I didn't even know there were that many countries in the world. (laughs)
0: It's okay. We know what we know. And that's good enough. I mean,
1: and that's dating and relationships and not geography. But there are more than 82 countries because I'm assuming she hasn't been to them all. Um, But that is amazing and so fun. I cannot wait to pick her brain. You guys can follow uh, the adventure at Travel Outside the Box on Instagram and uh, at com. That's K-L-O-O-T-S.com for all of the other genius travel uh, tips and tricks she has for you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So, in normal us fashion, we're keeping it complicated. Oh, yeah. And it's been complicated. um, And I'll explain why. I had a a fun last week of doing things in real life with friends that were like a comedy show. Went to see our friend Jacqueline Marfugi's comedy show. Brought a whole group there. Then went to a friend's game night. Then went to um, a launch event for a skincare line. And had dinner after with a bunch of people. I've just been out and about and doing the things and it was purposefully to do like, you know, things in the world to maybe see if I'm out having fun, just like we talked about in, uh, with, Uh, meeting your half orange that like you know once you're doing your life that maybe somebody will appear and join your life and see you living your best life and bringing yourself happiness and you're
1: like doing things that are fun and make you feel good so you're putting out like a really good vibe and good energy exactly
0: smiling all over the place so did that wonderful so but then while I'm like talking to everyone that I'm with it's like the same common thread that keeps coming up about being single. Like, where is everyone? How do we solve this problem Like, and connect the single people? It feels like a really crazy, scary game of uh, musical chairs and all of these people are still left over. But you would think that because there's so many single people, like if you look at all the dating apps, there's so many people on there. But how are people not coupling up like what is keeping people from coupling up so that is super scary and then we're like wait do we meet people at Halloween parties or is that the worst time to meet somebody because no one's themselves I mean on it's Halloween. like any other party but
1: you're not really but you're dressed as something obscure
0: you're possibly wearing to, a mask or makeup yeah I mean it's hard to see physical things but like hopefully they're themselves hopefully but who knows it just seems like even more like we talked on a different episode about smoke and mirrors yeah so it's just like how I'm trying to figure out, and I know we do this on our show all the time, how do we take this to the next step? Because if we don't, what's going to happen is, just according to like, you know, science, people are not going to procreate if people are not getting together, unless they just have like sex and have babies. But yeah, more often than not, people want to be in a relationship of some sort to bring a child into the world. So Is there just going to be a gap in human beings being born? Because what are we going to do about these people not ending up together?
1: I wonder if there's like a statistic that's like in this millennial, like when the millennials get to the
0: more of the having baby age, if it's going to be like less babies. I would guess so, because if the apps aren't working, it's really hard to meet people in real life. And I'll tell you why about that. It's because... You rarely go out when you're like in your 30s like because you're deeper into your work and you're more serious professional, let's just say. And also probably more tired. So you have more responsibilities and it's harder to meet people because you're not going out as much. But then when you do go out a lot of people aren't out so you're really rolling the dice on going out and hoping there's a single person you might like you might as well swipe on the apps but then you're swiping on the apps and that is really challenging in itself because
1: people don't really take it all that seriously and they'd rather meet someone out but they're not
0: actually doing it right so you're swiping and you have these endless matches and if you look at how many people's profiles on these apps say i'm not here for a pen pal i rarely swipe right so if i do it means something like yeah but They're still single. Everyone's still single. Yeah. I'm sure Brian Howie would get a kick out of this conversation. But it's really terrifying because I'm sure a lot of people, like at least my age or our age, that are still single are like, I never expected to be here. This is like an honest reality that like never did I think at almost 35 years old I would be super single.
1: Yeah. I was the same way. I mean, I think I was just 34 and then turning 35 when I met james like it happened 34 i met him at that i actually went on a first date with him at 35 yeah. but i met him like right before that well but so there's I, still hope for me yet yeah no i mean and obviously that that was just my time frame but that
0: i remember thinking that too like what in the fuck and like also a lot of people are less interesting now like yeah. They just, I don't know what they are doing, but their profiles are not interesting. Their personalities are not interesting. I did go on a date last night, and I'll leave it there. But, yeah. I mean, I'll leave my story after this. This is my last note. I went on a date. He picked out things from my profile to actually, like, plan a date using. Wow. He, he offered to come to my side of town, planned a great date, um, ordered me a glass of wine before I even arrived. Whoa. Knowing what kind of wine I like, because I put it in my profile. Shut it. He, um... Was a great conversationalist. Brought up a lot of things from my profile. He kept his phone in his pocket. So, like, he was very present. And... Okay. I was like, wow. Okay. So, this can happen. People can do things... The way I would envision yeah. or at my level of what I think dates should look like. like the language that care. you,
1: the way you show someone you care is like you feel like this guy was like speaking that same same language. I mean,
0: if we all or went show back interest. in old timey times, like chivalry, when that was a thing and not considered dead, people planned dates and like really tried to impress you and yeah. pull out all the stops and court you in a certain way. That's what it felt like. But also, the fact that our standards are now so low that he ordered me a drink, I'm like, wow, what yeah. a gentleman, man. Yeah. yeah. I struck the jackpot. That's yeah. no, struck gold. Hit the, jackpot. Um, hit the jackpot
1: or struck gold. Perfect. You were close, but this is standard for you. Yes. So.
0: so anyway, well,
1: we hopefully will hear more about that because I just need to know other things like was there chemistry and stuff like that that I'm not going to make you answer on air because all of those things are great, but all the other things need to line up too. And hopefully they did. Um, but that's exciting. And I like that he was like making an effort. Same. Um, (laughs) That gives everyone hope, regardless of whether or not it ends up being a match. Um, For me, Halloween came early. I dressed up as Mommy Dearest. And James was Christina, the daughter that I abuse. Now, it was funny. We went to a friend's... um, Halloween party, they did fast times at Ridgemont High theme. So it was like 80s. So the movie came out in the 80s. So we did that, um, Mommy Dearest. And it was, you know, listen, don't feel pressure to do a duo. I was going to be Mommy Dearest regardless. Like he could be Christina. He also thought he was going to be Macho Man. I was like, you do whatever you want. But it kind of didn't like, don't feel the pressure if you're in a couple to do a duo because sometimes it's like, you know, you just have to be you have to do something that you want to do. Like I thought mommy dearest was funny, but Christina wasn't like all that great. Cause him by himself, people are like, who are you? He just looks like a little <laughs> girl with a blonde wig on. But, um, mm. it, anyway, um, we also celebrated, uh, Noel's birthday. Noel is the, my friend that introduced us. He was also on the show with James, um, like a year back and, Oh, actually that was like around a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Cause we celebrated your birthday. Yes. And, um, it was just so nice to see, You know, you have a great circle of friends and he is part of my village for sure. And he is just an awesome dude that like we stood in a circle and we all told him like things that we loved about him. And it was nice to hear like all of the people, all of his friends like saying great, awesome things like, and he's just touched so many people in so many ways. I think he just kind of operates on another level. And it's interesting to hear like he brought such joy to my life and also just being a friend too, but other things like introducing me to James and things, but like he has done it to so many other people. It's kind of like what he does. It's so interesting. So just make sure that you have people like that in your village because he is awesome. And then we rounded out the the weekend with a daddy-daughter date night. We do this sometimes sometimes. And James and Bella like went out to dinner and I like pretended when they came back to be like the movie usher and <laughs> had like popcorn and treats and like the so movie the waiting. Help. Yeah, I was like and they had like a date. And she like put makeup on and a dress and like it was cute. It's very cute to do stuff like that. Um, so we had fun and that was my complicated weekend That of I mean Halloween. It's like. What are you going to do for actual Halloween? I don't even know. Probably just trick-or-treating. It's so damn hot here in L.A. I don't even want to think about it.
0: But are you um, going to dress up as Mommy Dearest? No, I don't
1: think I can. I don't think people like, I mean, I I thought too, that would be, wouldn't that be so wildly inappropriate if Bella was Christina and yeah. I was Mommy Dearest? I
0: mean, I've never seen the movie, but I just assume it is.
1: It's It would be inappropriate, but um, it would be funny also. Um, But yeah, we'll probably just put on some sort of lame costume and trick-or-treat um who knows I've, I've got to come up with something but yeah if you're if you're in a couple you don't have to be a duo just you do you well or mochi you and i are duo. gonna be a couple
0: yeah we're I'm, gonna be i think dorothy and toto oh. for like one activity that we're going to and then i have to find another costume for a saturday night party oh um and it's in venice and it's are with you a gonna, whole different group of people so that's gonna me be again a, trying irl are you gonna be a slutty baby um, I was gonna be no. I, I was maybe gonna be like Audrey Hepburn in Breakfast oh, at Tiffany's. Oh yeah. Because I feel like I should really put that out there. <laughs> Just kidding. Or I might <laughs> still be Dorothy, but without a Toto, and I could ask a guy to be Toto. Maybe that'll oh, be my you could line. Do that. I gave a friend the idea of being Hora the Explorer. Oh boy, a slutty Dora. Because the outfit's
1: so comfy. Was that Shira? Shira would do that. No,
0: but I'll tell her too. It's my friend Andrea. Because she's like, what should I be? I hate this. this is Shira, so
1: we're mentioning that because Shira was on our show as well. She is part of our village. And she dressed up as a slutty Chucky. I
0: mean, you really can't. That's really going for it, Shira. That's good. I like it. I, I mean, think funny costumes are the best. Like, I'm just yeah. not funny in that way unless, like, you proposed ideas to me and we did them. like. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. I am just not that person that's well, gonna go make an Instagram frame and walk yeah. around being an influencer. No, no I'm not that's, gonna do that. No, that's annoying.
1: Um also I think you guys meet um send us messages on the gram, DM us, tell Jen what she should be. Please. I think help. it would be real cute to give her some costume ideas. And and maybe, you know, she can try to find the other duo person. Great. She lives, thinks, and travels outside the box and is here to advise us on future trips. Welcome to the show, Anna.
2: Hi, thank you. Thank you. Yeah,
0: thanks for joining us. Where do you Where do you live?
2: Oh, I really don't live anywhere, I guess. <laughs> um, but um, New York is is where I kind of use as home base. Um, my apartment is there is kind of like my New York hotel room that has my boxes and suitcases in it. And uh, that's kind of where I refuel in between trips. New and York is such
1: a great place because it's like close it's like in the middle I feel like you can get over to Europe you can get over to like the the west coast and Mm -hmm. like it's
2: kind of I don't Europe feels so daunting for us Californians it is far and that's like uh I'm I'm considering moving to France in the new year um, because I actually think that Europe is the perfect base for the whole world like London specifically I think you can get everywhere from London so easily and quickly and cheaply um but when you look at like okay France to LA where my sister is gonna move here it's like that's like a 13 hour like 12 hour like woo that's an adventure you know what aggressive
0: (laughs) when when you live in LA you start to realize like how like stuck you almost are yeah but in a good way I mean we don't live in a terrible place obviously and we could drive all over the place and get to mountains and to Vegas and Mm -hmm. to the water and all the things but like even to get to Hawaii
2: it takes what six five, hours? Yeah, five and hours and if you want to
0: go to mexico another five hours if you want well, to go to on Miami, where in mexico yeah. five hours I yeah never
2: thought about that you can get to tahiti in like nine that's easy yeah and it's yeah. really super exotic <laughs> but it, that's no, still nine hours if like, you to go me, to me europe is like oh i can be to europe in five hours right. and, and once you're longer than that but in my head i'm like it's five and hours. and if
1: you're in europe in london english-speaking country for you it's great mm-hmm. but like then there it's like once you're there there's so many yeah. you just bop
2: around I mean, you, that's like, why i want to be based there it's so much easier to get yeah. everywhere Oh, my um, God. I can't even so imagine. fingers crossed I get my visa that I'm hoping for. Okay. Well, <laughs> fingers we'll,
0: crossed. And then we'll follow your travels. Yes. Yeah, please do. Like we
2: already do anyway. Okay. And so, maybe we'll plan a
0: girl's trip to come see you. Yes. Yeah. But, okay. So, first things first. Where's your, your
2: favorite place to travel? Um, Europe. Paris. France, specifically. Okay. okay. Um, but Europe is my favorite place to travel. Um, I just got back from six weeks there. I could have, if I wasn't worried about being kicked out and applying for a visa, I would have just, I wouldn't even be back here right now. I actually had to fly home to go to my friend's bachelorette party. Otherwise I don't think I would have left at all. I would still be there.
1: What do you like? What is it for you that you love? I know that's going to be specific to you, but maybe it's like more of a generalization to Mm -hmm. what, or it'll open someone's eyes to thinking about going. That's never been, what is it about France that you just
2: adore? Um, it's it's hard to say. That don't make any sense, but it's that like that je ne sais quoi. Like uh-huh. <laughs> you don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, but it's really just like there's a romance to that city that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. To me specifically, um, but I think so many people say that about Paris, and I, and I think it's very real. Like you walk around France, and it's the combination of like everything you're looking at is old and beautiful. And it was just built with beauty in mind, like right down to the Metro. Like when they built the, uh, the Metropolitan in Paris, like it was a contest of who could design the most beautiful structures. And that's what they went with. Like that was their thought process. Like Paris is a museum and it can't be destroyed by this industrial, you know, disgusting structures. They have to be gorgeous. Um, and I think that exists in the whole country. And then, you know, the food is wonderful and, and the language is beautiful. Do and you people, speak French? I do speak French. Yeah. So that well, helps. Yeah. Um, but I think there's just like a romance there that's, you know, you just see people like making out everywhere in Paris and like, it, it doesn't bother you. You're like, Oh, love is real. Like, yeah. I like. wonder if it's like,
1: because if it, w- it started that way, like with a lot of people taking thought of like with the architecture and things like that. And mm-hmm. then once you, make a foundation of like with beauty and love as like the goal or whatever is inspiring you like it's gotta just be that must be the thing that you feel when you're there like that unspoken feeling of like warmth and love and romance if you build something on that it's going to feel like that forever and ever and ever and ever that is just the vibe of Mm -hmm. France and Paris I mean I've been to Paris I, I think it was for work but like I do agree like it just sort of feels like like that everywhere like romantic and pretty and warm and yeah i yeah. mean the
2: whole of france is like that there's you know and provence the main cities in there i've yeah, been Canada. to provence i've, so
0: I've never been to paris but i have an obsession with french culture and paris even though again i've never been but it is that idealistic place that is like the epicenter of love yeah. If love had a
2: headquarters... <laughs> it would be Paris for him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so <laughs> like, my God. that's
0: like, Paris, Me, There's movies, like, Midnight in Paris. There's all these, my like, favorite. things that are just so, like, magical to me where mm-hmm. it is, like what you said, like, love still exists, where there's still romance. And, like, it is the language of love, isn't it? Or is that Italian? Or is that Latin? Uh,
2: I think the romance languages... Their love languages, all the ones based in Latin. So, okay, so yeah. They're yeah. Italian, I was right French, all over yes, the place. Were. Yeah, But
0: <laughs> more specifically, like... I think in my head, I want to feel that way here. So it's this idealistic yeah. lifestyle. But I'll listen to like French music in my house, like I French too. bistro music. I like love movies that are set in Paris. I love, I love French, French fr-
1: I love French fries. <laughs>
0: of course you do. I like French fashion because I'm like, why are they so chic and effortless? And they All just the like are very much like, I don't give a fuck. I threw this on and look at me. Sophisticated. Sophisticated. So sophisticated. I know. so That's
2: what I mean. Like everything, when you look at every aspect of what things they value and what's important to them and like, you know, down to down to the music, down to the food, down to the style, like they just kind of nail it yeah. all the way around. Like there's nothing that you're like, they're really screwing up that aspect of yeah. life. Like there's not one. They've got it down. They've got it down. Why
0: aren't we all living there? Well, no, what? I, I okay, think we should all go.
2: You've been to like
1: 82 <laughs> countries, okay? Yeah. And like other, like a number of cities and places all in America too. So most people that are listening to this are in America and then i think there's a large percentage in California but we could go America even California if you could f- like figure out a place that we could travel to like for people in California that would like gives you that same vibe of romance of France or and, and if you can't think of that mm-hmm. even just in America is there a
2: place i know it's not like it but something that feels f- similar you know what felt really similar to me um when i because i would always say that like paris feels like this like fake fantasy like movie set to me um, and i went to Charleston, south carolina for the first time yeah, 2 years I've ago yeah i've been and I was just like, "Is this a joke? Like, <laughs> the, the architecture
1: what? there is like on and another it, and level." So
2: that's like it, it. That instantly came to mind because uh, the architecture is gorgeous. The city history is really fun. So yeah. it has that like little bit of history that you know Paris oozes with. But the food Charleston has it. The food is off yes. the hook. Um, you're on the water, which is beautiful, and then you have this very like. Well, I feel like Parisians and French people have like a very distinct culture and like, you know, everything about like what you spot someone and you're like, they're Parisian. Same thing in the South. You're like, Oh, you're you're are s you're a southern yeah. belle That's a or good, gentleman. I see that? Uh, yeah. So they also have, have manners, romance. right? So and, yeah, yes. super manners.
0: And yeah. that I think is maybe where it feels romantic because yes. people mm-hmm. still treat each other a certain way. Oh yeah. Like, People hold doors. They say please and thank you, even mm-hmm. throw out There's a There's a level of
1: respect that
2: feels kind of romantic because it's respectful. Right. Yeah. There's like yeah.
0: formalities. and like They also
2: dress up. Like no one's bumming around in their sweatpants. Totally. Like people Ugh. are dressed Yeah, nicely. I wish people
0: still dressed up. And while I don't f- like love to do it because it takes extra effort, I would do it if it was more like what we all did. Because oh, yeah. yeah. I'd feel more inclined instead of like, well, some people will be casual. So like maybe I should err on the side of casual, even though. I prefer to be Do dressed Do you remember no, when same.
1: you used to have to get, well, you didn't have to, but it was like kind of an unspoken thing where you would get dressed up to get on a plane?
2: Yeah. Or like to go to the grocery store. Yeah. I mean, this is like our grandparents' age. Like yeah. My mother recently gave me, because she has a bunch of my grandmother's clothing, and she gave me my grandma's gloves, <gasps> like just like fancy gloves that you wear with dresses. I love like pink that. Pink ones, blue ones, little like lacy, like yeah. it was like. It's like, I'm going to bring these back. I'm going to, like, why should my (laughs) hands be out in the world? And, like, they're practical. It keeps your hands clean. And, like, if your manicure isn't good, like, no one's going to know. Right. It makes a lot of sense. But how will
0: it work with cell phones?
2: Oh
1: yeah, I were not thinking about maybe it's telling. Yeah, maybe you not it's to the be way we your, all
2: put yeah. those phones down from time to time. I was just going to say, and we have to just disconnect.
1: Unpl- sorry, I can't. I can't answer my text. I'm driving, or I can't answer my text. I have gloves on. Exactly. <laughs> and also, if you live in Paris, I think those gloves would totally fly.
2: That's why my mom gave them to me. She was like, "You need these. You could wear them in Paris." And I was oh. like, "You're right, Mom. I could." You. Could. Like, like, I think you should start beret. here too. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I could. Do, you can do anything you want in New York. That's the thing. No one is going to be like, "What's with the gloves?" They're no. just going to be like, "They're not even a notice." That's it's very avant
0: garde. They're like, "That's probably someone that went to fashion week once, and now <laughs> everyone
1: the next day is like wearing gloves." Right? Yeah,
0: that's what trending. I mean. yeah.
2: I'm trending. Yeah, I'm. Let's keep. Uh, let's let's hope it works out. I'm totally on this
0: glove tra- train okay. because I was like, I should be Audrey Hepburn for Halloween. She's got some gloves, some fake cigarette. And some jewels. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all you need. My Audrey best friend one.
2: Two years ago, I was the Holly Go Lightly Audrey yeah. Hepburn, mm-hmm. like, tuxedo and face mask, that I made myself. Cute. And I guess that year, Reese Witherspoon dressed up as that on Big Little Lies, which I don't watch. Oh. But so I went out for Halloween, like, dressed in this outfit, which I had made myself, and like, I nailed it. It looked great. And I love Brexit Tiffany's, and I was so excited to, like, be this for Halloween. Then everybody kept being like, oh, Reese Witherspoon. And I was and like, like no. what? I didn't even understand, because I don't watch that show. And then I was so annoyed that, like like our generation doesn't know that movie yeah. and thinks that Reese Witherspoon <gasps> came up with that yeah, idea or that like it's yeah. a big little lies thing. Yeah. Right. And I was just like, I, I left the Halloween party. <laughs> early. Yeah, I was like, I'm going home. <laughs> going home to my class. Goodbye. You home. uncultured people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy they don't Halloween. have any
1: of that in Paris. They're all cultured eat there. Halloween
2: candy and watch all her movies. That's yeah, oh my God. That, that sounds a better place. great.
1: Um, okay. So we are going to go over some trips that, you might take that would be born from, a, you know, like a milestone or chapter that might come from a relationship, good or bad, right? Like a breakup or maybe mm-hmm. there's an engagement or a bachelorette party or maybe just a girl's trip for whatever reason. But since we talk about dating and relationships on the show, we tie it back to that. Like, how does that connect? And we think that so many of Like trips that you plan, especially with your girls, they come from like relationship things, I think celebrating things. And I think even like with the new trend, it's kind of new, like the divorce party trend or I mean, I guess you could call it whatever you want to call it. But like I've heard of a lot of women who are like either breaking up or getting a divorce, just ending a relationship in any
2: capacity. And they plan a trip about it. I I planned a party for myself
0: after a breakup. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Totally. You need you need happiness around you. Yeah. So what a better thing to do. Yeah, I saw my first divorce party in Palm Springs. We were there for my dad's 70th birthday and the bungalow next to us was full of all these girls in like black silk pajamas. And <gasps> they were like, what are you guys celebrating? And she was like, my divorce. And I was like, you know what? Good for you. I
1: think it's like, kind of good to mark when you're ready to mark a milestone or some sort of a celebration or change in your life with a vacation now clearly it could take time if it's for a bad reason or something you need to like reset and get in the right mode but I think we always say we mark things with a drink like that's how we celebrate things but Mm -hmm. like with a vacation that's like memories and shit that last forever yeah it's like
0: drinks on steroids I mean you don't have to just drink but like no that's really (laughs) like I mean obviously confetti should be involved but yeah it mm-hmm. just sounds like a dreamy thing to do. So, okay, let's say before we go there, like not milestone related at all. But if you're traveling as a couple, what's the what do you think the best place to go? And let's just say we know nothing about this couple.
2: Yeah, nothing. It, That's
0: so. And hard. it doesn't
1: have to be like a city. It could be like it, a best place for a couple could be like a camping type of trip or it could be a general but like or a city that
0: you can do multiple in your
1: expert opinion where is a good couples trip specific or general destination
2: i think for most people unless you live in the middle of a big city i think a city is a good couples trip because you there's two of you involved obviously um so you have the ability to do a lot of different things and make both of you happy. So, you know, if Ooh. you go to like just a beach with a couple, I hear so many men be like, Oh my God, I'm bored after three hours and she just wants to tan all day. So like not a good place to go good with call. your boyfriend because he's going to be back in the room watching TV Football. while you're like getting your bronze on. Um, so I think cities are good for that. And like, if that's a city in the U S or a city abroad, you know, doesn't make a difference but you can get a lot of different types of hotel rooms ranges of hotel rooms or you know airbnbs like there's so much possibility for where to stay where to eat um so many different budgets you can make work uh and then like so many different things to do In a lot of ways to like please both of you that if you do have different interests you can be like all right we'll start the day at the museum but then we'll go out here for dinner and then we can go out all night you know the the being out all night too is like something that's fun to do yeah. with yeah with your, you know, such as a couple, it's like go have fun all night. So cities are good for that as well because they don't shut. And there's always a million places to go. That's
1: such a good point. I didn't even think about that because you just think like, oh, I want to relax at the beach or by the pool or whatever. Like that is going to get boring after a while for somebody. So having the oh, yeah. variety of other choices. And if you do want to do that and you're at a hotel in a big city and there happens to be a pool there, then lay out for a couple hours at the pool and then I go came do across else.
2: so many couples on their honeymoon in the Maldives bored out of their minds. <gasps> what because they were just like there's nothing to do here and I was like well yeah of course not you're on an island in the middle of the ocean right you're yeah. like on a hut. there's you can't even escape this island like every resort is on its own island it's gorgeous and if you just love the beach and reading as I do then you're in heaven but like but if yeah literally like after three days if you don't want to just tan all day and snorkel you're gonna be like I'm so bored get me off this yeah, island. see I would not like that I would get like bored that were like what do we do oh my that's God, like- I would
0: love it but that's also why I went to Tulum with a girlfriend two years in a row because we're, we like doing the exact same things. yeah and it works for us but Some people consider Tulum to be a romantic destination that you go with a significant other. But we're like, okay, sure. We can see that central and we don't even party. We literally just like do yoga, meditate, lay out the pool all day, have really good food, bike ride, shop, Mm
2: -hmm. repeat. And that's but it. like
1: there's no shopping in the Maldives like you can't do you can't. I
2: mean your resort basically every resort is on its own little mini island. Yeah. So like, what you could, could you be at like your resort store. I could do that not...
1: like Tulum there's some things to do there. Yeah. Like... Tulum's
2: cute because there's just that big long strip and yeah. you get on a bike and you can like see the whole right. town. So great. In quotes. But um, like yeah in, like, just minutes. sit
1: after a couple days like just sitting and tanning. I mean I like to tan but like
2: that would be. I mean I could have stayed there six months but like <laughs> some you, yeah. you saw everyone just kind of be like Saint Bart's is like didn't that realize too. there was nothing to do on this island except for sit they just hear and,
1: about oh this is where people honeymoon st bart's is super boring there is nothing to, there. Oh, nothing to do it's nothing to
0: really there. in the 82 well, places i know it's all missing all that. next gotta to get
2: there. <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's beautiful but it's like boring a lot of beach, beach destinations are like that so yeah. like if you, you i think that's something couples get wrong they think like oh the beach you want to go relax and they really quickly find themselves like bored so we say city, couples. Yeah, go to Hawaii, though,
0: because it seems like they might have like a
2: healthy balance. I could see that being a healthy balance. Um, My favorite healthy balance is is uh, French Polynesia is Um, all those islands. Like there's so much history. There's culture. There's cool things to do. You can hike. You can take four wheelers like there's so much to do. And then like the beaches.
1: It's like a more unique version of Hawaii. Not that Hawaii Mm -hmm. is not unique, but it's like a little more commercial. It sounds like. Yeah. And
2: from LA, you can fly straight into Tahiti. It's a direct flight, and it's really easy, and then you're in Finally, okay. LA gets us somewhere closer.
1: I yep. like it. Okay, now, paradise. what about if you're traveling um, to uh, and you want to go on a vacation, and you're with a couple, but there's another couple going with like you? Like a
2: double, double vacation. Ooh. What do you think about that? Is that <laughs> still city, you think? like? Um, I feel like city wouldn't be a bad idea by any means, um, but I think that could be another fun... Like, that could be a fun one to do something, like, a little bit more um, remote because at least you have, like, then four of you to, like, you know, pair off with or be, like, we're doing a, a girls' this or a girls' that or you can, like, you know, play games or, like... Like
1: a cabin or something. Yeah, like a
2: cabin-y type thing or, like, or you... Could, I think that would be a safer bet at, like, the beach or, like, somewhere... Yeah, because, like, if the dudes want to go throw a Frisbee around... am exactly. Not to say that like,
0: girls don't, but let's just say you really don't want to do that. The guys can go be more active. like. Even going back to Tulum, for instance, they have those um, the pyramid things and then they have like the cenotes where you could go snorkel Mm -hmm. and stuff. And like there's a bunch of different things. But like we just opted not to do those things, but they exist. So having more people just gives you more options of people to hang out with. What
1: about um, okay? we kind of touched on this, but like best and worst place for a honeymoon, they could be separate. You know, this that is obviously your opinion,
2: but it's like it's so dependent on the couple. It really is. I get so many friends um, and other people saying to me, like, "Where should I go?" And I have like a hour long chat with them about like, "What are your priorities? What like, should what you, you ask, ask your?
1: Then what do you? Yeah, you have to ask yourself what questions. Then
2: you have to ask yourselves like, a, I mean, a budget. Like budget is so important because you don't want to be somewhere where you don't have a lot to spend and you really wanted to like have this luxe dream honeymoon. I think most people when they think of honeymoon, they're like, this is the trip. We're going all out. We want the six-star hotel. We want to book every restaurant. We want to, you know, be able to do everything. And you really have to think about where you can actually do that if if budget is a concern, which for most people it is. You've mm-hmm. just planned a wedding. You've just spent tons of money. And now you're planning your honeymoon and you're like, okay, we can't go crazy, crazy again. Um, so I think... I love recommending destinations to couples that are a little bit less expensive. So, like I love Southeast Asia. Um, I love places like Bali, Bali um, I was the gonna Philippines, say Philippines, Thailand. All of those places you can live like a king. Yep. And for most people, they haven't been there. Um, and there's a good mix of like you can beach, you can do city. cool history, you can be in a big city. And it's easy to, like, move around, which I also think is a fun thing to be able to do on a honeymoon. Most people think they want to just, like, relax. But like I said, you're probably really quickly going to get bored unless, you know, your husband is just, like, someone who wants to lay in bronze all day, too. (laughs) Um, So I like places. I like recommending places where it's like, okay, you can fly into Thailand. You can spend some time in the city. You can see Bangkok. You can eat crazy cool food. Then you can go do all these cool temples. Then you can get on a tiny little, you know, plane and hop over to one of the islands and – sit on Kosmoui and have that like beach moment but only for like three days and then like so like i like multi-step honeymoons and Smart. ideally set somewhere where your money goes really far so that you can book these fancy hotels and really feel like we are spoiled but you're not totally breaking it yeah bank. you're like i've been to bali and you yeah i mean spend you try to do that in in italy or you know if it, you're just like four days then you're gonna be like we've gone through all our. yeah money. and then you're like <laughs> there
1: and you're like wanting to Look but can't touch, kind of a thing. That's an awful feeling.
2: And you don't want to feel like that on your honeymoon. On your honeymoon, you want to be like, well, take it. You know, like no matter what it is. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's so smart. Southeast Asian countries. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: they do have a lot of what you're like, let's say you want to go to Hawaii. There's like a version of that there. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh, for sure. Great. Even like overwater bungalows like the Maldives they are absurd. They're like $2,000 a night. But in the Philippines, they're not. In the Philippines, they cost nothing. And you can swim with whale sharks and eat amazing food. And the the beaches. are
1: beautiful there and people they're don't even beautiful. realize it yeah they're
2: totally beautiful i think the flight freaks people out and like the airfare they look up and they're like two thousand dollars for the plane ticket but like but you're gonna you save money once you're there oh my like, right. god for sure um so it, it all kind of evens out yeah okay
0: so now let's just say you're not in a couple at all either you uh you know you're single or you got out of a relationship let's say you're single and you want to travel now where would you suggest somebody travel solo if they wanted to eat, pray, love? Can people still travel
2: solo? You went to France. I don't and know. Like, is that eat, works pray, out. love
1: is that safe? Like, let's I be real. I just took
2: my own eat, pray, love by accident. Um, it. I have never felt endangered walking around Europe by myself ever. Um, I don't know if it's just that I'm kind of naive, but I don't think so like I've I've never been in a situation where I've been like I am in danger um, but I think so much of that is so much of being a safe woman traveler is just being smart you know just like not putting yourself in situations being aware or not you know not putting yourself in situations that are potentially scary and and just kind of like looking like you know what you're doing a lot I, th- I think that helps me a lot I, try I like just to look like, mean I lo- just, I just think, walking the streets yeah, in general just kind of like look mean um, that's why i'm single but it's like hard look for me to do. up
1: like when you're when you're walking around in any big city i feel like you need to look up like if someone's freaking you out i look right at them like yeah. i can see you i'm not like looking away because i'm scared i'm watching you and if also i listen to a lot of murdery podcasts and Ooh, i think this is going to help for anybody It if yeah. you feel uncomfortable you fuck politeness is what the one my favorite one my favorite murder mm-hmm. they always say so like if you're in a big city and someone's like coming up close to you or talk, like don't, you don't have to
2: be like oh I didn't want to be rude just be like listen back up dude you're making me uncomfortable fucking back up you know it's the best advice I ever got about being in a dangerous situation which I've never had to use but I hope I do one day because I'm, I'm so excited that it's oh ooh I can't pocket. wait to hear this my sister went to theater school and in New York City and they told her on day one and I remember her telling me this if someone is ever if you're ever afraid if you're in an elevator with someone scary or someone's up there on the street, you just start acting crazy. You start yeah. muttering to yourself. You start like scratching your head, or like you know, just doing something like they think you're nuts. Because no one's gonna attack a crazy person. They're like, you don't know
1: what's gonna happen. I was gonna kidnap that girl, exactly. but that sounds like a headache. <laughs> Never right. You look like
2: some like doe-eyed damsel in distress. You're yeah. gonna get kidnapped. Oh, but for sure. If you suddenly look like that girl is mentally insane, then no one's gonna kidnap. See, you. no one wants that person. So. No. Okay, great. That's but, what we're gonna not do. Keeps, so like, you, that's so just I bigger do problems. think for, for solo travel. So I just did this. There's an there's actually an article about recapping um, my solo trip to Portugal because that's kind of where it started um, on my website, and then. I have some things, some captions sort of detailing like why I traveled solo and where I went. Um, But I basically hadn't completely traveled solo in about 10 years, but it's what I used to do and it's how I started traveling. I moved abroad um, for my first job in London and I was so excited to be based in London because of how easy it is to get everywhere. But I had no friends and um, I had no one to travel with. But I was like, look, I either go alone or I don't go at all. And it was a large part of the reason why I moved there so that I could travel. So I just started booking weekend trips and Going alone, um, and it literally—it, I mean, it shaped me. It changed me. It taught me to be confident and taught me to just, like, get somewhere and kind of, like, ask questions and hit the road. It made me be comfortable, like, eating dinner alone and spending the entire day alone and spending a day not really talking to anyone but myself and made me, like, read more and journal more. And, like, I actually think that solo travel, there's so many benefits to it. I I have a whole – I have an article on my blog about why you should travel solo. Well, and so
0: many people wait until they're in a relationship to do those trips. Like, for instance, I haven't been to Paris. So I've been to a bunch of places in Europe, but my family took me. And I, in my mind, I'm like saving Paris for
2: a relationship. Oh, go by yourself. Should I I? I promise. I promise. I'll give you a whole itinerary. Oh, good. Go by yourself because... You when you travel with someone, and I love traveling with people. I've, I've I do retreats with groups of girls. I travel with my family. Um, I've traveled with boyfriends. It's it's wonderful, but it's it's different to travel by yourself because you get to do exactly what you want to do, and you get to be selfish. And I promise you, you get to it just like great. Yeah. you have more time to really soak in where you are because you're not worried or concerned about anybody else. So you wake up whenever you want, you do whatever you want, you eat whatever you want, whenever you want and no one's going to judge you if your entire day of food is three scoops of gelato and a piece of pizza. Like if that's all it is, no one is giving you input on that. Like it just really allows you to like connect with the place on a deeper level and I had kind of forgotten that because it had been so long since I traveled alone and I was like a tiny bit worried to actually travel alone again because I was like, am I going to be lonely? And like the first day I woke up by myself, I was like, I have missed this. Yes. And then like I spent the whole trip – in which I kind of had anticipated being like maybe a little lonely, maybe a little sad. Like I was just like, I couldn't wipe the grin off my face. Like I was like, I forget what I forgot what this felt like. And it feels amazing because you just have time to think about yourself and what you want to do and how you want to experience that place. And it really allows you to, I think like connect with it on a different level. Yeah, and I, especially somewhere you're dreaming of, like don't let anybody potentially ruin it for
0: you. Yeah, like what if I like have this dream trip in you mind know. and I'm gonna go with my boyfriend and then he makes it awful? And, you know, could, and you know what? That's the thing. What's scary? Like, I
2: don't want to walk. I'm tired. And yeah, you're like I hate him already. Ew, break <laughs> Who up is with this him. Guy? Yeah. You know what I'm already
1: thinking about is like you think about okay, you get into a relationship with somebody and it's like you know you're let's say you're four months in, right? Like you're like, okay, and we're a little older. We're not like 22 years old. So like that to be with someone in a committed relationship for like four or so months, even maybe five, let's just go five, right? In this hypothetical situation. And you're like this, uh, okay, I'm Jen. I'm right. I really want to go to Paris. I've been with this guy for five months. I mm-hmm. think we should plan a trip to Paris, right? But like, you still don't really know. You're excited about this person. You really like him. You may even said I love you. This is like great. It could be great, but it also could go bad and then you're traveling to this place with this person and they're and ruining like,
2: it for you you could
1: have and your first fight there, there. <laughs> i know i'm making this seem bad because it could also be amazing it could be a horror movie but like <laughs> the traveling alone At least now I would die in paris and like you can travel alone if you're in a relationship like i'm in a relationship i could like want to go somewhere by myself i think and it's that'd be so important too. to do
2: that actually I like do to, to still have your own independence within a relationship and have the ability to be like I know we're together, but that doesn't mean I now have to spend every vacation, every moment, every weekend with you. Yeah. You know, I've I've had a lot of friends like over the years come meet me places. um, And they'll like, I'm always very like impressed and happy when they're like, well, no, like I want to go to Paris with you. I don't want to go to Paris with. There's some places that you just want to go with like
1: a girl or a friend or a cousin or a particular place
2: for, you know, for whatever reason. Like, I I really do think if there's somewhere that really, really matters to you, um, go alone. Because then you can experience it exactly the way you want. Unless you're like one million percent certain that that person is like totally on your level about all the things. Like my sister and I, uh, we're like... You know, peas in a pod. We're like the best of friends. And we like got into a fight in the middle of Salzburg, Austria, because we get into this cute town and like I love history and I love museums. And there's this like fort on a cliff that like I want to go see the fort. And my sister collects magnets when she travels. And so she, her priority is like get the magnet. Oh. <laughs> that, that is I'm, hysterical. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, urgently get the magnet. Urgently. I need a pressed penny from so Germany. Because I- <laughs> <When is> <laughs> all of a sudden the, the magnets will be pennies. gone. I I, she just really wanted to like get her her magnet yeah Yeah. I mean maybe the stores were closing I don't remember the specifics but she uh, needed to go get her magnet and I was like the fort is up there and like I think we were on a time limit that was the problem so I was like I'm going to the fort and she was like well I need to get my magnet and I was like I'm not spending our entire day here looking for the right magnet for you like this is (laughs) ridiculous and she was like well I don't want to go to some old dumb fort and like to each their own like I get it like if your priority is shopping that's cool and like little town like you want to see the town I get her perspective but like i wanted to go see the fort i had been to austria before like this was what i wanted to do so we like have a dispute in the middle of the town and oh then she's God. like i'm going to the store and i'm like well i'm going to the fort and we're like see you later Bye. Like, our separate ways a Vita and Zing. then, like, we met back up later by happenstance at a bakery because they both have a crazy sweet tooth. <laughs> and I walk into like the bakery in this in the town, and I'm like, I figured I'd find you here. That is <laughs> so, and, so over and sweet at the same oh, yeah. time. Aww. But like, it, it just shows like even someone that like you think you know inside out, totally, yeah. you can get to a place and be like, whoa, Hold on I want to do second. this. Yeah. And like, thankfully, your sister or it was my sister, so we're like, okay, well, who cares? Like, we'll have this fight now, and then we'll be best friends in an hour when we meet yeah. back up. That's that's the yeah, good the thing about family. You but always get over always it. it not always go that way. No.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um, okay, so one last thing. So we talked about, you know, the milestones and things. So bachelorette parties, those are girls trips. Why do they have to end at your bachelorette party? We've discussed why you still need to do girls trips and friend mm. trips and why they're important. So, like, what would be the best places for bachelorette
2: parties? again i think that really is specific to the bride and i think that's something that people don't always consider they're like oh it just needs to be this wild you know raging party um that's like you know vegas or miami and like you really have to think about like what does the bride want to do and what are her priorities because if she doesn't want to you know parade around town in a crown and a sash and just be drunk all weekend um spending tons of money in clubs and bars then like that's not the right place for her so um i've i've been very keen on like uh if you're staying in the u.s like these like southwestern like beautiful spas um, Ooh. like there's like so in arizona they're in arizona New there's Mexico? some in utah they're oh. usually like at the foot of like some amazing like national park um you can look into them and, and they actually quite like range the gamut in prices you know you can go like full out luxury at the Amand or you can really find like some quite reasonable ones that are just like beautiful settings. And, um, you know, there's obviously like a spa there. Um, the restaurants are there. Usually with a bachelorette, you're dealing with like limited time. So you don't want to have to waste too much time with like, let's all call Ubers and, Mm -hmm. you know, go 30 minutes into the nearest town and go to this restaurant. Like at least in my opinion, I think that's like a waste of the short quality time you have together. I agree. So I love these like all inclusive, um, beautiful resorts that are in, like beautiful settings that you would never go there with a man. Cause like he doesn't want to sit around and do spa treatments. So it's like the perfect place to go for a girl. And I think especially like, especially now when like wellness and like self love and healthiness is like a little bit more, important to us than like let's get drunk and wild and like i think too when you're getting married older as like everyone in the city is like that's so not your priority anymore yeah but to go like spoil yourself at some beautiful spa resort and like be there with your girls and spend the weekend like wrapped in robes instead of like parading around in ridiculous outfits um, eating good, good food yeah. and getting spa treatments and like just being somewhere beautiful that's like what I think is kind of the ultimate bachelorette party I mean you're speaking to us I, all the am, right I feel places. like
1: I don't know very many people who would disagree with that but there well, are some who are in the there, wanna do there's the, people yeah. who
2: think like no it needs to be wild like it's my bachelorette it's like good Unless that's what you really want. Yeah. But if if that's not you, then no it's not don't like do the last hurrah. Right? And don't hurrah. do that to everyone who has to come. Right. right. And no one wants. Like, the punishment. Don't almost. don't
1: make that like feel like your last hurrah. Like this you're is not suppos- dying. you're not dying. No, you're you can not dying go at all. you can go on vacations with your girlfriends after you get married or by yourself or like we just talked about. So it doesn't need to this isn't the point where you the the point behind this vacation is not to mark my last hurrah. It's no. to like celebrate the love that you found and your girlfriends or whoever is there is happy for you, but don't make it like, it's not like you're going to go out. I mean, unless you do this thing like, okay, I've got to have sex one last time with Ugh. some random person or, you know what I'm saying? It's like people <laughs> think that, people. it's not, no. Well, some people do I've been to bachelorette parties like that oh boy oh, oh. yeah but that's fine because that was their thing it wasn't yeah, there nobody their was doing anything wrong you know what I'm saying but it's like you have to figure out what the bride's priority is but most of the time it's not about like this is it no. this is the before you get the ball and chain you know I
2: think we need to define these other milestones and just like people need to commit to them and like my, my sister I'm one of four uh, girls in my family there's five kids my four sister my three sisters and I um, it just kind of like randomly happened that we were like 40th birthday is like a big deal and like that needs to be a girl's trip and like no no husband's invited kids are left at home like every one of our 40th birthdays like we're celebrating Amazing. and it was I so that. fun and like that is something that like it's like sorry hubby, you're not invited and like sorry kids see you later like I'm gonna go spend this time with my sisters, um, I you like know that could be your friends or whoever it is. But like, what a great thing to have in place, especially because forty for most people is like, oh god, forty. So like, do it, make, it yeah. like make, make it fun. Like, make it fun. Market
1: with something fun. Who doesn't like to celebrate with a tr- like a big trip? I'm doing yeah.
0: a 35th birthday trip in January with. Where? Uh, I don't know. It's a surprise.
2: Oh, who's planning that for you?
0: One of my married friends is planning it for me, our other married friend. And the three of us are going somewhere where we don't, I don't know. That's
2: such a nice surprise.
0: And it's really nice because all of our birthdays are around the same time. But it's just also nice to know that, like, these two married friends are still, like, fun and want to go out into the world. Okay, so now let's say you're planning. uh, Give us one, like, tip or trick or site that you use to plan affordably and, like,
2: always has a good deal or something. Expedia. I love Expedia. I have their app is amazing. I have their app on my phone and that's kind of like actually how I book most of my travel. You can like if you're actually signed in and like logged, you know, signed up, you get points and the, those points turn into like your expedia silver your expedia gold and then certain hotels you book with them then once you're that status you get like little added bonuses a little upgrades a late checkouts which like late checkouts who does not need a late oh, checkout So is anyone good. ever ready to leave their hotel no. room at 11 a.m no no, because then also
0: let's say your flight's not till later but you have this giant bag to lug around the town and want to still sightsee but you're like uh i have another well, you can leave it, it there know, it's but like it's pet just pee, annoying it's like yeah. 11 yeah. o'clock like, Why? i'm so sleeping who right. made
2: that Also, I travel with
0: my dog and I'm like, where do you want me to store her? (laughs) (laughs) True.
2: Yeah. Um, But they're great. And their app, they're also this benefit of the app too, where you, um, you save money, like you get extra points when you book through the app, which like we're doing so much on our phone anyway, that it's super convenient. Makes so much sense. Um, So I love them. I think they have great, great deals and you can, you know, do the combo, like book your car with your flight, with your hotel and it. So I do almost all my like actual booking through Expedia.
1: Oh my God. Amazing. I want to go on a solo trip
0: now so bad. You, you have to. And also I want to read every single article you've ever written. Can you tell everyone where they can yeah. find all the things again? <laughs> Remind them how they can learn from you.
2: Um, so my website is Um and there's, A couple articles on there on solo travel there's definitely one recapping my trip to Portugal um which I booked all through Expedia and was told like my first properly solo travel trip in 10 years which was great um and there's I know there's one that's five reasons to travel solo that will convince you why you should travel by yourself for sure um and then on my Instagram I'm constantly posting um destinations from all over the world um and a lot of my captions are quite like lengthy full of like tips or like reasons to go to that place um and that's at travel outside the box
1: Travel outside the box. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. This is so good. I feel there's so many different reasons to plan trips. And now I feel like solo trip is the main one. But yeah, all girls trip, so, bachelorette yeah. parties, marking things in relationships, or just because you fucking want to go. How about that? <laughs> I want to go. That's what I want <laughs> do to do, too. Who doesn't want to go? I, I, do. I do. I, I just love
0: go. planning things and having them to look forward to. Me, Me too. Oh, It's so nice. So and nice. So if you guys want to look forward yeah. to something, it should be our show next week yes. when we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff with our guest certified love and relationship expert jackie rubinoff
1: yes you guys and if you want to join the class of master daters don't forget to follow us on social media at complicated show make sure you rate comment share tell a friend all that stuff and you can follow me at lauren leonelli on all the social meets. and you can follow me at
0: jennifer golden on all the social meets as well and we will be back next week love Love you long long time. time You're listening
1: to It's Complicated with your hosts Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli.